thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I hope you have a good day. I hope you've had a good day. I had a traumatic event happen at lunch. I'm going to share it with you. Yeah, I am. Just kidding. So, you're, you're not going to share it, or it wasn't traumatic? No, it wasn't. It was, kind of, at first, but then, well, you know. So, this is Go Fish, the CD, Go Fish. It's, it's a CD by a group called Go Fish. And the name of the CD is called uh, Snow. Christmas with a capital C, Snow. That's what it's called. Just so you know. I thought I'd share. So, because I thought I would share. Yes, I did. I thought I would share. Anyway, is Randall in the doghouse? No, he's not in the doghouse. We got rid of the doghouse, actually, after our dogs died. We have no more doghouse. But we do have dogs. Yeah, well, Gina says, had to get off your replay to come into the live broadcast. Well, good. <laughs> Trying to catch up. I feel so loved. Watching in real time. That's cool. Yep. Uh, I already shared out. So if you guys want to share out, feel free. Go for it. I'll wait. Jesus came to be born once so that we could be born again. It's about the stones about the stone that was rolled away. So that you and I could have real life someday. It's about the cross. So a couple of days ago I shared with you guys. about these scripture tattoos from Armed with Truth. Yeah, Armed with Truth right there. That's like I said, that's from Go Fish, one of my favorite groups of all time. I know, hard to believe, huh? I used to fish when I was a kid. 
I caught a fish. Yeah, I did. I wouldn't touch them, though, after I caught them because they were slimy. Uh, whoever came up with the idea of fishing, ugh, had to be a guy. Definitely. Okay, so here's the, here's the situation. Uh, so today's free-for-all Friday. And like I started to say, a couple of days ago, I told you guys about these Armed With Truth scripture tattoos. You guys know, right? Well, I got notified today. Yes, I did. I got notified today that my Bible News Radio tattoo has been shipped to me. Yeah, it has. So I should be getting it in a couple of days. And, um, and I'm super excited to, uh, you know, to, to get them so that I can start putting my logo on me and then people go, well, what's that? And I'll go, well, uh, it's my Bible News Radio logo. It's my company, Bible News Radio. It's my show. So I don't know how many of you want one, but I was given quite a few. And so if you want one, you know, send me a self-addressed stamped envelope and I'll send, I'll send one to you for free. You don't even have to pay for it. Just pay for the postage. Yeah, sounds cheap, but hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, I so, haven't heard about a sazing in a long time. Yeah, well, but, other people do it. I know, but yeah. Wait, I'm gonna shut this off. Also, I got my first Christmas card of the season. You know you who did. it was from? Did I show you this? No, you did not. Oh, it's to both of us. Okay, well then we got our first. It Christmas says here, season. God's gift, little baby on the hay. Soon there'll be another day. When nails shall pierce your hands and feet as you provide our sins defeat. Risen Jesus on the throne, we lift our praise to you alone for you're the gift that we receive the moment that our hearts believe. And that's by Roy Lesson. And then it says in here, this Christmas, as you consider all the awesome things that have come to you through Jesus, God's perfect gift, remember that it is but a taste of all the good things that are yet to come. Amen. Yep. So there's this is it here. So this is a card that was sent to me from my sister in law and brother. Every year my sister in law sends us a card. <laughs> Cracks me up because like we live close to each other. Uh and I know JR sent out his pickleball Christmas card too. I haven't gotten it yet, but I will it will come because I actually got it in my informed delivery. I noticed that it's supposed to be coming, so I I thought that I saw it in the in the mail. Yeah. Well, then it's here. It's here. Yay! Okay. That's what I was thinking that was. No, it's not. It's not. Mm. All right. So it's Friday, which means that we get to talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. So I'm going to talk about bareface because you know, just saying. Yeah, unlike any other day that we we talk about what other people <laughs> want us to talk about. <laughs> well, that's ultimately that's that's what we like to do is we like to talk about what other people well, but like us to talk about. I mean, we thing wanna, is, is, we don't want to just talk about. <laughs> You know, we're not here to entertain, our, entertain ourselves. Did the unthinkable today. The unthinkable. The unthinkable. The, I, I never I, thought. I'll guarantee that none of you thought of it. I never so. thought in a million years that this would happen at this juncture in our marriage. You haven't been alive for a million years. <laughs> so my, my friend Celine, who's, who's not feeling very well because she's not feeling good. Me and her were supposed to go out to lunch today. But she's not feeling good. So I went and I played pickleball. And then afterwards I was crushed because Celine can't play because, you know, because she's not feeling good. Can't play or didn't, well, no, come she, out we, to play. Well, we couldn't go out to lunch. No. And I was 
dying for some Red Robin garlic fries, people. Just saying, Red Robin has the best garlic fries ever. And yeah, I know I shouldn't be eating carbs, but whatever. This program not brought to you by Red Robin. It's not, but they have the best garlic fries ever, in my opinion. Put a one if you've ever had them. They're really, really good. So anyway, so... The opinions expressed on this program do not ex necessarily express the thoughts, opinions, or policies of Red Robin. Just no. so you know. No. Nope. But yeah. Red Robin has really good garlic fries. Yes, They're some they of the best, you know. Anyway, so I asked Randall if he'd go to lunch with me, and he he, he reluctantly agreed. But... <laughs> I got a lot to do, but uh, okay. I'm really hungry okay. right now. Yeah. Okay, sure. Okay, let's, let's back up there. It sounds like I was reluctant to go to lunch with you. I was reluctant was... to go to lunch at all. Yeah. Because there are several things that I wanted to get done today. I had two. I had, I had ten on my to-do list. Yeah. I got seven of them done. And anyway, I thought, well, there's three more I can... You, you know you know how to get around that, right? How to get mm. around that is not to even write a to-do to list, okay? Yeah. Just saying. Anyway. Yeah, I am old. You want me to smack you, young one, infant, teenager, snot <laughs> that you are? H2H? I dare mm. you. Just because I'm older than you doesn't mean anything, except that I'm older than you and smarter, wiser, been around here longer... So I can... Made more decisions. Yeah. And, <laughs> more life-affirming decisions. Yeah. Anyway, so so here's the thing. So... Yes, but since... Uh, normally, so, I wouldn't just go to lunch because <laughs> of the things I had to do. But since it was my beloved wife, I just... And she... Um, and she invited me. I thought, well, the other things can wait. Eh. Because after all, this is my bride of... Beloved bride of many years and... 26 and almost a half years. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind as the story unfolds. <laughs> as so, you were. So me and Randall, we, we get there. We have a very nice uh, waitress named Ginger, right? Was that her name? Yeah, it was. Anyway, really great waitress, actually. You know, there's some crappy waitresses, but this one was not. She was really good. Anyway, we put in our order. And one of the things Randall likes to do, it's one of my favorite things to watch him do, is order a sugary drink, like a root beer float, or as in today's case, an orange cream soda. An orange cream soda. I thought I'd try to... Mix it up. Yeah, just trying to, you know, reminiscing mm. about the 50-50 bars from my youth. You know, the vanilla ice cream with the, well, it was really, I don't know if it was actually ice cream, but... Probably an ice milk with an orange sort of frozen syrup on the outside, right. and and um, what's what, spoons? Hmm. You remember spoons? Yes, I, I do. I don't know if they're still around, but I not here anyway. Yeah, they they served a beverage uh, called orange cow, which I believe. I think it was I think it was actual orange juice with vanilla ice cream. Hey, Keto Bill. Thanks for coming um, in. Anyway. Oh, look at this. See, I sent out a text message about what you did today at lunch, and now all of our people are coming in because they want to know. I got a, a message from Natasha. Just arrived home. Can't hear, to, hear what, quote, Randall, unquote, did. <laughs> Melanie said, hmm, did you call him by his full given name? No. Sandy said, uh-oh. <laughs> 
So anyway. So anyway, Randall. So was so sort of reminiscing about uh, 50-50 bar, the orange cow. I decided to right. try the orange cream soda. Yeah, well, he went ahead and ordered that orange cream soda. Yes, I did. And and I order water because I know that I can't. It, what will happen with me is I'll get bad gas. <laughs> Let's just admit it, man. That stuff just goes to my gut and ugh. And I shouldn't be eating the fries anyway because they like, yeah. You know, but whatever. The sugar definitely will knock me. You know, it'll just depress me. It will like, you know, just then I'll get tired. So anyway, when Randall's drink shows up, on there is some whipped cream on the top with one. Maraschino cherry. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but you know those sweet cherries, the ones that have the, the stem. Pitted yeah, they and... have. They have the the stem usually on them still, and oh. it, it looks pretty. I don't know whose idea it was to you know like do this, but 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 Mr. I, or Mrs. Maraschino. Yeah. So I was looking at that cherry, going, I know I'm gonna get it because I love that cherry, and Bareface always gives me cherries every. As long as I've known him, honestly. So well, I'm yeah, chatting it up with the waitress. A, well, just go ahead. Yeah, I'm we talking, don't need to belabor I'm, this yeah, story. I'm saying, hey, I'm I'm chatting it up with the waitress and blah blah whatever. You're great, etc. Blah 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 blah. And then the waitress leaves, and next thing you know, I'm looking at Randall, and I'm noticing that the cherry is gone, and he's just slurping down his drink. And so I said. Where's the cherry at? <laughs> and what did you say? <laughs> I I said that said that I ate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what else did you say? Um, I don't recall specifically, but you made a point that I always give you the cherry, and it's true. <laughs> In twenty six plus years of marriage. When I've ordered whatever, an ice cream sundae, anything that comes with the maraschino cherry, <laughs> I give the cherry to Stacy Lynn. And so, anyway, I just thought I'd mix it up. Since I was mixing it up with a different kind of beverage, I thought that I would eat the cherry this time. I know. Can you imagine my horror when he said that, though? Because <laughs> I'm like... Okay, here's the More thing. than a quarter century of tradition. I know. Just thrown out the window with a thought. Yeah. Like an action actually. I figured I would It began actually... with a thought. That's that's where all <laughs> sins begin. I figured, hey, I would do this. Why not? Well, you have to understand, Bareface is going through a midlife crisis right now. He is 50. You can tell. He's 54. And lately, I've noticed all these wonderful changes from from him, right? He's like speaking his mind, not holding wonderful. back, you know. Soon I'll be one of those guys saying, kids, get off my lawn. Yeah, exactly. And I believe it. I believe it. He'll be that type. He'll be like, these are the snot kids that live next door. They put their bike under our tree and they can't pick up after themselves. He'll be I like, don't give a rip, he'll really. Have, he'll, have a cane, he'll have a cane and throw it out there. I'm not using the He'll yard, be like so. Mr. Magoo, right? So somebody is. So anyway, so the waitress came back, and I looked at her with big blue eyes and said, um, <clears throat> "You know, my husband just had the cherry that was on the drink, and and I said, you know, he ate it, and in twenty six and a half years almost, 
he has never done that. And I, you know, and I'm, I said, so I'm, I'm missing a cherry. And she's like, oh, well, this is no problem. You know, do you mind if, you know, I can get you. She's like, do you want another drink? And Randall's like, yeah. And so she's like, okay, don't worry. I'll come back and I'll, I'll put, I'll put an extra one on there. So she comes back and now, and now there's two cherries on, on the drink. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, I'll take one. And Randall's like, no, you can have them both. I go, no, 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 it's okay. You, you can have one. He's like, no, you, you can take them both. Uh, I had to do penance for, <laughs> you know. Well, and that's, and that's funny because he actually said that. Mm-hmm. He actually said that. So I, I ate the, the chew. So then, mm-hmm. you know, a short while later, the girl comes back and asks Randall if she, if she, if she wants another refill. And he's like, yes. I, I've seen Randall down like seven root beer floats at one meal, right? But you you stopped at three at this. Yeah, that was they, they were okay, but they weren't like <laughs> root beer. seven good. Yeah. Three was not, even if you recall, I hesitated on the third one. Yeah. Well, anyway, so when the woman brought back the third drink, there was two cherries on it. <laughs> so five in total. Five in total. Cherries. And, um... And, um, I got three of the five, so, yeah. So, what are you complaining about? (laughs) I'm not. I just think it's a funny story. Yeah. It's funny, not because it's like this, oh, like, mind-altering thing. No. It's it's just funny because when you've been married for so long, you know, I mean. And such a simple. We did ballroom dancing and now this. I mean, life is changing at this lightning speed of, of. change so here's some of the comments that have come in as a result of what you did melanie said uh he ate the cherry and then uh somebody said hi from paris and then keto bill said a sneak a very sneaky lol and then melanie said ask for two cherries that was before we told you what happened steven thank you for sharing uh then bill says so don't worry, the kids, I won't be on your lawn because 20 scale the inside on their media devices. I'm not sure what, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Melanie wants to know if you said it three times, penance, Mama Gina is laughing, Keto Bill, 20 push-ups, penance. <laughs> and Melanie says the initial shock of the first cherry, Keto Bill said, I used to do that kind of stuff too, my wife with her food, but then she got too angry, I learned. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, so your your meals would be served and you'd reach across the table and take your wife's french fries or whatever <laughs> kind of thing. Eat off of her plate. You know, there are people that do that and I'm like, yeah, there are, how is it that you and can... it, But it goes both ways. Sometimes it's the woman that will eat off of her husband's plate. You know, even when they're, you know... Even if they, when they have a full meal on their plate, you know they just need yeah. to sample it to see what they're missing. That, the, though I have seen it more with women that it's like because they, you know, they they have this you know fear of missing out, and so they couldn't decide what to order, and so they ordered one thing, and so just so they don't miss out, they'll sample from. Bill says, "Heck yeah, I was extremely guilty." Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I. I generally, like when Randall gets a drink like that, because I don't drink that stuff. I just can't. It just, ugh. 
I took I took in, a sip in of moderation. it. I took a sip just so I could extreme moderation. Just so I can tape it. Yeah, I mean I do it in extreme extreme moderation. Last time I had a soda was on my birthday. That's because we drove 14 hours to Texas and I was so mm. sick to my stomach afterwards. The Sprite really really helped. But so, but you know what's really interesting in reflecting on this maraschino cherry incident? Not the story itself, but hopefully but the, the reflection incident. will bring the something. Reflection. Will bring something interesting. Do you know that in t- the whole time you and me have lived together, or you and I have lived together? Yes. Yeah, that's right. You and I have lived together. Uh-huh. Do you know that we have never, not one time, I think, ever, not one, bought an actual jar of maraschino cherries? Not even one. Are you sure? I don't. Not that I know of. If we did, mm, maybe it was one. I think maybe one. Maybe one I time. I vaguely remember. Yeah. You purchasing. Mama Gina says three floats is extreme moderation. Well. Compared to seven. <laughs> well, compared to seven and what? Those two incidents in the last twelve months. I mean, so. It's just the two incidents is being seven root beer floats at one Red Robin dinner and yeah. a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> right, but it's not like weekly or even monthly. Oh, no, it's no. like no. Hey, like, Pastor Garrett. Like drink stuff like that, like every once every six months, kind Pastor. of thing. You need to talk to Randall about his thievery. No. Was it technically being a thief? No. Taking the cherry. I guess it was delivered to you, but yeah. yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about this identity theft thing, okay? Because um, actually, there's a couple things I want to talk about. <clears throat> I bring this up not because I'm trying to sell you ID Shield, but I am. But I actually bring this up. <laughs> you are here. I am, but but here's the thing. I got to tell you something. Um, yesterday, Legal Shield uh, announced that there's going to be a brand new upgrade to the ID Shield plan. And here's the good thing. Now, those of you who already own ID Shield, uh, you will get you will be grandfathered in to the brand new ID Shield uh, Plus is is what it's called. And there are 12 new things that they're going to be monitoring on the brand new ID Shield thing. And, you know, um, so I'm not going to get into all that today, but I do want you to know that that is coming. But here's the thing. Every day I look at the news, and this caught my eye, and because, you know, it is the season, I wanted to read it to you. This is, this is uh, from Business Wire, a Berkshire Hathaway company. Uh, and it says here, Equifax identity theft data poses risk for retailers and shoppers this holiday uh, season. Okay. And uh, it says here, uh, New York stock. Okay, whatever. It doesn't, okay. Anyway, it says Pres- President CEO Brian Lewis warns that the personally identifiable data stolen during the Equifax breach is going to be a problem this holiday season with fraudsters poised to take advantage of high-volume consumer shopping. And this is why I'm sharing this, because I didn't know this, and I think you guys should know it. In data breach scenarios like the one we saw with Equifax, fraudsters typically wait up to 18 months before using the personally identifiable information they've stolen. So that's a year and a half, right? Based on what the breach braced on Based on when the breach occurred, we expect this to be a very dangerous holiday shopping season as the data and hackers' hands from the Equifax breach should be hitting the market now just as the holiday shopping season is in full swing. 
The timing couldn't be worse for retailers and holiday shoppers, Lewis explained. There were 145 million names, social security numbers, and dates of birth compromised during the Equifax breach in July of last year. But it's not just the Equifax breach. Javelin Strategy and Research puts the total value of identity theft at nearly $17 billion last year. Uh, on average, an identity was stolen every 1.88 seconds in the U.S. in 2017. More than 57 million records have been exposed thus far this year, according to the Identity Theft Resource Center. Lewis noted that fraudsters know that holiday shopping means retailers are seeing a larger volume of transactions and new account openings, as well as an increased buy online pickup in store uh, purchases. They also see opportunities because they know that retailers experience a high volume of returns during and after the holiday shopping season. At the same time, consumers are making a larger number of purchases than they would normally. These factors give the advantage to identity thieves. <clears throat> sure. I so, agree. so it says here that, uh, they urge consumers to be alert when they're making their purchases. Credit cards are, are a better payment option than a debit card. Just so you know, you guys know that, right? Um, because, you know, the money not being taken out of your bank account can be tied up for a length of time while you go through the dispute process. Consumers should also be vigilant after the fact by watching their account statements to be sure charges are valid. Uh, he said he also advised consumers to be careful about online purchases and suggested suggested limiting shopping to sites that offer payment security features. Additionally, he recommended that shoppers avoid clicking on links and emails without confirming the sender is legitimate. Okay, so anyway, that is, that's it. And I wanted to tell you this because um, with the Marriott breach that was open for four years before they discovered it, they're, they're calling it the second largest one after the Equifax one. Um, with that one, with the Equifax one, and then with numerous retailers like Walmart and others who have actually been breached, and Facebook being breached earlier this year, that everybody's like, oh, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about how evil Donald Trump is and how stupid he was at George Bush's funeral. Don't listen to all that stuff. You know, you guys, I know not all of you have identity theft protection, but if you if you do, if you have ID shields, Make sure you're looking in your app, okay? And make sure that you actually go in and check your statements, you know, and all that. And I do want to say um, here, I do, I do want to let you know that some of the new features uh, that are going to be covered, um, they're increasing the family plan to uh, 10 children and two parents. Um, also... Uh, you, you will have unlimited counseling with investigators, uh, social security fraud detection, monthly ID theft updates, emergency assistance, sex offender registry reports, which is a new one. Thanks for uh, sharing, Dr. Jennifer Fee. <laughs> I love you. Um, okay, so, so sex offender registry reports is going to be a new one. Um, data breach notifications, identity alert system, lost and stole, stolen wallet assistance, reduced pre-approved card offers, uh, the vault, social security number fraud detection. Um, and they're going to also be monitoring. Here's the new stuff they're going to be adding to the ID shield. Uh, instant hard, hard inquiry alerts, high-risk application and transaction, transaction monitoring, investment account number monitoring, 
uh, username and password monitoring, enhanced sex offender monitoring and alert, social media monitoring, passport monitoring, file sharing, network searches, address change verification, which is a huge big one because uh, anybody can do that. Fictitious identity monitoring, which is also a big, huge one. Uh, because if you ever had a bit somebody like open up a business and hack your own business and they go and they change your business name, uh, date of birth, social security number monitoring, medical identity number monitoring. So some of these, these are some of them, phone, email, and driver license, <clears throat> black market website surveillance, uh, credit card inquiries. See, and that's the thing. Most people, when they think about ID protection or monitoring, they just think credit card. They're not thinking all this other stuff. That's why these data breaches are so important to be uh, on, on thing. Minor identity protection, court records monitoring, bank account monitoring, credit monitoring, and payday loan monitoring. So um, ID Shield Plus is what it's called, um, is actually going to be going into effect, I believe, next month. Um, the price, it's my understanding, is a little bit lower I'm not positive, so I'm not saying what the price is, but that's my understanding based on what I've read from Legal Shield <clears throat> and ID Shield Corporate. Um, so again, those of you who already have ID Shield, you will be grandfathered into this new plan, and all of your stuff, you'll get all the. There's 12 new things they added, so that's super cool. Okay, um, if you are not yet covered. If I were you, seriously, I wouldn't, you know, even if you don't sign up with me and you want to go with some other provider, which I don't know why you would, because nobody else does all this stuff. That's the thing. Um, yeah, I would still encourage you to get some type of protection. I want it to be with me. But, you know, <laughs> if you don't have $10 a month, I think it's going to be $8.95 a month, actually. I think they're reducing it for the individual, but don't quote me on that because it's not officially on uh, the website yet. But, um you know, think about it and all that. Uh, and, uh, you know, share, share this information with your friends, your family, your church, you know, people that you care about, uh, let them know. Gina, I hope you don't mind, but Gina messaged me earlier today and she was sharing with me something that happened with her. Um, I, I think it was on the phone, uh, where somebody was trying to scam her um, and you know, she, she said she was really glad she had ID shield. And the thing is, is they, with ID shield, you will, you will be notified. I've been notified. I, I, in the last two weeks, I've gotten three calls that have been scam calls, like from actual, you know, the FBI is after you, blah, blah, blah. That's a lot. The unlimited access of talking to people. Yeah. But the thing is, is there, <laughs> what bothers me and maybe it's because I'm around a lot of elderly people. But what bothers me is if you are an elderly person and, you know, your mind, you know, you have dementia or something or whatever, and, you know, a call comes in like that, it could scare people like, you know, who don't know that it's a robo call or whatever. It could really freak people out. I mean, I had this call two days in a row where it was like, you know, you need to call back because the FBI is after you or whatever. So... Um, so yeah, I would, you know, I, you know, if you already have it, get it for your old people, not old people, but <laughs> that didn't come out right. Get it for the older people you love. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. I got it for my dad, you know, cause believe it or not. Okay. My dad has a phone. Okay. 
and it's it's a it's through a a prepaid car service card service so it's not very high it's an internet phone basically and the thing is um i've been at my dad's house when that phone is rang and i've answered the phone and it's been some type of solicitor or somebody on the other end so and knowing my father you know i mean he he would talk to somebody and you know so i actually have all of his stuff being monitored because they're un uh godly people who frankly don't care they 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 just want to rip people off and they want to steal their info and the problem is is all of our info for the most part has been stolen it's just a matter of time that you know somebody actually puts it into practice and steals stuff in fact i read another article i'm not going to read it here but i read a i read another article it was talking about how a guy um got his credit card or whatever it was stolen from Walmart and immediately showed up that somebody who stole his info decided to buy two $300 blenders, you know, and the guy was writing an article about this talking about how, you know, if you're going to go through the trouble of stealing somebody's, you know, info, why would you want to buy two $300 blenders? <laughs> anyway, he just thought that was kind of odd. I mean, if you go through all this trouble to, to I mean, I know if I was going to steal somebody's info, I would, you know, I would try to get as much as possible. Probably, no, I couldn't. I can't even think that way. But Well, one of, you know, the article that you shared uh, several minutes ago, I think is good. Mm -hmm. I do have one critique of it, though. It focuses on the financial risk. You know, we urge consumers to be alert when right. making a purchase. Use a credit card or a debit card, because when there's a you know dispute, you know if your if your bank account is tied up, you can't have access to your money. That's not good. Right. But again, I want to underscore that many identity thieves are not after your money. Right. They're after, They're after your, your identity. Right. So they can get other people's money. And as has been the case many times, uh, criminals, besides the ID thief, uh, when arrested for a crime, they will represent themselves as someone else. You know, if their fingerprints aren't on file, whatever, you know, and they've got ties to, you know, these, you know, uh, dark web or somebody who deals in stolen identities, mm -hmm. upon their arrest, they'll say that they're you or whatever identity that was stolen. And, um, and then now you've got a felony on your record or whatever. And, um, yeah. Of course, the conspiracy conspiracy theorist in me says well you know this stuff is in, encouraged by the deep state so they can uh so they can uh enact you know a more secure system like uh you know biometric identification and implanted chips and that kind of thing but well you know i read art another article um actually before i say say this I was talking to my friend who's an FBI, a retired FBI agent today at Pickleball. Um, I have some of the coolest friends, you guys. I mean, really. Anyway, this guy, he, he was retired from the FBI, and he actually worked in fraud and investigation. That's actually what he did. So he knows all about this stuff at, like, the criminal government, you know, national level. And he actually told me 
that he actually thought it would be crazy for nobody to not have, um, he, he, he basically said it's nuts if you don't have protection. Now, that's an FBI agent who worked in that actually saying you should actually have uh, it monitored. But anyway, we were talking about the funeral and um, of George H.W. Bush earlier this week, and um, the, the topic of the New World Order came up. So I talk about interesting things with all my friends who are like older than me and buried in background. Anyway, and he was just talking to me about how he does he can't see you know he's like i i get the feeling that there's going to be like they want to wipe out america <laughs> and i said to him you know i said i'm not saying his name on purpose but i i said to him i'll say joe that's not his name but i i said i said joe i said according to the bible prophecy there will be a one world government just so you know i said <laughs> i don't even i think he's a believer but anyway he's like what and i'm like I said, there's going to be a one world government. So America will, will go the way the do dodo bird. And anyway, so then that got on to the topic of, of who he doesn't like in government, which was very interesting. But speaking of how people are just callous, uh, a couple days ago, there was an article titled, Owing Mills Woman Pleads Guilty to Fraud Scheme that Netted $4.3 million plus. So we're talking $4.3 Listen to this. This comes out of Baltimore. A 47-year-old Owings Mills woman has pleaded guilty to a major fraud scheme seeking at least $8.7 million from both foreign and U.S. victims by claiming to offer access to exotic bank financial instruments, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office press release. Lauren Montillo worked with her father and ex-fiancé to create shell companies, getting victims to pay more than $4.3 million in advance fees into Hong Kong bank accounts or attorney escrow accounts and getting nothing in return. And, and this person also didn't report the income on her taxes between 2012 and 2014. Really? I mean, oh, she just threw tax fraud in there? Oh, and that's the other thing, by the way, because I've been searching all this out. Here's the other thing, okay? So 18 months has gone by since Equifax. Now we're being warned that that info will be used this season, right? Holiday season, Christmas season, okay? To basically rip off people and steal their identities. This season, the next highest uh, incidence, tax fraud, will begin to happen as a result of people getting their info stolen now. And in January and February, we're going to start hearing all these stories about tax fraud coming up. So there is like this cycle of these fraudsters and these criminals, how they go about stealing your info, and then what type of fraud they're going to commit. <clears throat> so I just reading that, you know, did this. But so this, uh, this article goes on to say Montillo often used the name Katie Conti in the frauds as well as a burner phone so she could stop communicating with the victims when the scam was over, according to the release. She will be required to forfeit, um, $849,993.12 and pay restitution in the full amount of the loss, at least $4,342,540. Three defendants in a related case in Texas also pleaded guilty. James Edward Cox and Kelly Ray Coronado pleaded guilty to wire fraud conspiracy and Gordon Richard Moskowitz pleaded guilty to money laundering conspiracy. <laughs> So it happens, and actually I read, I, I get these stories every day, and I just highlight some of the ones I think are, like, 
wow, these people have some cojones to go out and do this. But it's so easy to do. So easy to do, you know. So my one tip for you today would be if you go out to lunch or dinner or anywhere and you pay with your debit card or a credit card and you have the option to pay at your table like at Red Robin or give it to the waiter or waitress who walks away with it, opt to pay it at the table. You swipe it, you see it, that card stays in your hands, the other people don't have it because, you know, all they gotta do is take a picture of it, flip it over, take, take a picture of the back, they got your name, the number, and they got your ID on the back. Or they've got a card reader attached yeah. to their mobile phone, they swipe it, for, yep. they swipe it for the restaurant, they swipe it for themselves. Um, I I know of, uh, I know of a man, and when his children were younger, I don't know now, but... You know, he'd go out to a restaurant and there wasn't the option to pay at the table. He sent one of his children to follow the wait staff while they ran the card. <laughs> the kid just followed them. Was it um, your dad? No. Okay. <laughs> Sounds no. like something your dad would do. But just, just you know, <laughs> would watch them transaction, you know. So I thought it was a good idea. So they weren't creeped out by some man following them or whatever. Just a child. It's harm a child. But the child's there. Basically, to watch what happens, and yeah, you know, so the choir. Oh, you know, is there something I can help you, sweeter? I'm just, you know, just watching my dad's card, see that it's okay. Yeah. Mm. A couple of days ago, also, I I read this article titled "IRS Warns uh, Warning: IRS is Warning Taxpayers to Protect Their Information from Identity Thieves During the Holiday Shopping Season." That's what I just got done talking about. So, anyway. So there you go. So that's basically your identity theft shield slash update. Um, honestly, for 10 bucks a month, you monitor all your stuff. It's a no-brainer. It, it really, to me, it's a no-brainer. Uh, so that's all I wanted to say about that. Actually, also... You guys have any questions or comments? Thank you for those hearts. You know, it makes me feel good to know that a couple of people still give us hearts. <laughs> I was hoping by now we'd have 1,500,000 hearts by now. But, you know, we don't. Hello, Oddvar. Joe. 1,500,000. That's another name for 1.5 million? Yeah. No, wait. We have over that, right? Wait, how many hearts do we have? Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm going to look. See. I think we've got over 1.5 million. I thought we had like 15 million or something. Oh, so. I was hoping that we'd have 100 million by now. You know. Oh, wow. That's a lot of hearts. Are your fingers broken? Like, can you make sure? <laughs> look at that. Look at that. There, none, nobody is given a heart. Well, that's because you demanded that. I, I didn't demand it. Speaking well, of that, let's give an update on the, the cricket cutie situation. You want do to throw, we have to? You just throw the graphic up. Well, do we have to? Oh, sure. Why not? Okay, so as you guys know, yesterday I, uh, I said that I wanted a cricket cutie because, well, it's cute. It is. I mean, look at that. How is, you know, that just brings so much joy to me right there. Just that face, the big, knowing, loving eyes of a cricket cutie. Well, as of right now, believe it or not, there's still one of these things going for like a hundred bucks. 
like on eBay, right? And so, but there's other, there's cheaper ones too, like fifty dollar one. Oh, it looks like somebody put up a new one, a rose color one for nine dollars and fifty cents. Better jump on that. Sure. Well, there's six bids on it, and they got eight days left, so it's gonna go up. So anyway, the the bottom line is, I'm on the hunt for a warm-hearted person to purchase a cricket cutie for me because you love me very much okay and not just one of you but like five of you at least i'd like i want a whole bunch of them i want a family (laughs) actually i have to my friend annette (laughs) my friend annette is is so funny she does how funny is she she does all these like things on periscope and instant no it's on instagram hey everybody here's my journal blah blah and she's got these three cricket cuties and practically every shot mocking me just, how, do, how do they mock you they just they just mock me they're just there and i'm like and she's laughing right because i'm putting out a notice that i want i don't care what color um, it is i'm not prejudiced a pink one a red one a green one a blue one a does she group. have a, a- cricket machine yeah okay well there you go and she's probably bought the material packs right all right well if you want to buy a cricket machine and send it to me it would be way more expensive just to see if there's one in there but you know it wouldn't be with the machine it'd be with the the materials that you get for them the different sorts of the mystery the sheets and stuff right That's, that's what i heard yeah well i was reading up you were reading up on this well, anyway, yeah, it was with the... Maraschino theory thief. And yeah, it was with the uh, something experiment, I don't know, or... I know, Some pack that came with all the glitter papers and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, well... Included a, a gold cutie. You know what's really interesting to me is that every day there's new cuties going on eBay. It just shows you that there are people that have them that are, like, hoarding them. And no, they're, they're selling them. Because they're hoarding they, <laughs> Because they realize it. and They maybe, realize what? They realize that people like you Well, believe it or not, want them. I never got a Cabbage Patch doll, okay? Like, I'm glad. During my lifetime when, you know, Cabbage Patch kids were like all the rage at Christmas, I never got one. I wanted mm, one, but did my did? mom get me one? Nope. No. No. So this is like me reliving... Well, not reliving, trying to make a new memory, a happy memory, mm. a happy memory with something cute, literally, <laughs> something actually named cutie. To erase the tragedy of the lost cherry. <laughs> if you want to, are, are there counterfeits if, out if, there? If you if you would like to add a special added bonus Christmas gift to me, then you can also include a jar of maraschino cherries for me. Those are like a dollar ninety nine. Seriously, people, that's not that. That's are not they? Much. Yeah, I looked them up online. <laughs> I thought, man, how come we have never bought a jar? I've, I've, I believe that we have. Maybe one. Just one, though. Yeah. Just one, yes. You know what's really weird is I haven't been able to tell who's given me the hearts. It's not showing who it is. I think Mama Gina and Marty are. You know, it's really weird. And Mia, I think it's the bot. We, we've been broadcasting for over 47 minutes and really haven't said anything. Uh, huh? Yeah. 
So. But you know what's amazing is all of our friends stayed and listened to it anyway. Yes. Um, <laughs> Steven says, let me see what I can do. Before, before the time gets away from us, we should mention our sponsor. Anybody that buys me a Cricut Cutie or a jar of maraschino cherries, you will get a shout out for sure on our show. <laughs> I'll make a graphic and I'll have something like, you're my hero or something underneath it. Or I'll name the cutie after you. How's that? Yeah, that's it right there. I should write that. Is down. that a so threat? I, so I don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Well, anyway, in all seriousness, which I slightly am serious, you know, I don't have children, so it's not like I'm going to get any gifts from them. Uh, my Grover and Tuggy Bear don't get me anything. They, they make me work. By the way, all they do is make me work. They, they they expect food at twice a day, and they don't do anything in return. We stayed, and we're now tapping. Yes. Thank you, Gina. All right. So there's a year-end sale happening now at Ariel Ministries, as you guys know. This is our main sponsor, which we're very thankful for. Um, so you can get a year. You can you could save 30% off any order over $30. So here's the thing. If you want to only spend $30, then buy the DVD set that we keep telling you about, about Israel, and buy like a $3, a $3 MP3 of some other Bible study. That'll get you over $30, plus it will then you'll save 30%, right? You guys could do that. Support, you know, support the, the cause. Support the ministry, yeah. Actually, and that reminds me, don't forget to support our our page by going over to uh, biblenewsradio.com getting the brand new bible study called the fall of man yeah it is the fall of man that's a short study actually i think it's like 14 pages not that long at all you can go there you can also look around there and buy stuff if you'd like over there and uh gina thank you for your donation by the way all you pillars of the community like uh gina and mia and tracy and melanie and mark and all you guys who typically donate every month <clears throat> thank you for without you i would be i would be less broke <laughs> so, so thank you all for your wait wait with without them you'd be less broke yeah i'd be more broke that's yeah. what i meant to say i would be more broke without you that's I knew what I meant. I think they did too, actually. Probably. I'll, I'll just be quiet. Anyway, so yeah, without you guys, um, seriously, um, you know, start all over. I'm late. No, I'm not. Watch the replay. Anyway, so here's the thing. So, uh, yeah, so pillars of the community, here's what my dream is, my, my heart. If we all lived in the same place, I would, like, take you all to Red Robin, and we would all have dinner together. It would be so awesome, wouldn't it? Just to hang out, eat food together, and, um, you know, and then and all that. But but we don't, so that's a bummer, you know. See, yeah, Melanie knew. <laughs> but it's in my heart. You know, there, there, are, there are people, you know, that come into your life for a reason. Some people you wish they didn't because they irritate you. Uh, other people, you know, they, they're really, they just desire to bless you. And for whatever reason you guys desire uh, to bless us. And I want to say, you know, thank you. Thank you. It means, it means a lot to me. Randall, I know it means a lot. He's speechless usually. Um, 
But, you know, your support actually gives us the opportunity to do what we do. And, to be honest, it actually gives me the opportunity to take care of my dad uh, so that I don't have to worry as much about, you know, you know, taking care of basic stuff. So, would I claim all the cherries from your drinks? No, actually I wouldn't because it's not, I'm not married to you. <laughs> this just started, like, decades ago. Um, but... But yeah, no, and you know, in all seriousness, I get to take care of my father more, which, you know, that's it's a that's a full-time job right there. I mean, this week alone, I have uh dealt with doctors appointments, uh scheduling issues, the fiduciary for the uh, for the federal government. Um, you know, seeing him and and engaging with him a couple of times. You know, making sure that, I mean, he, he told me the other day that he actually fell out of bed during the middle of the night and three, three of the, the nurses rushed to his side. And I actually did notice there was some bruising and stuff on him. So, you know, it's, <clears throat> the, you know, taking care of a 90-year-old father is, is it's, it's not for wimps. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And I never know, honestly. You know, from one day to another, you know, if he's going to fall, hit his head, you know, I just don't know. I mean, you can die pretty easily at that age. Um, but, um, but anyway, so all that say your support actually helps alleviate that stress in my life as well. So just want to say thank you for that. I appreciate it. And those of you who support Legal Shield and ID Shield, thank you for being the, the customers too, because that's super important. Because that actually helps us too. So there you have it. All right. What else was I going to tell you? Uh, well, how about do you guys have any questions? Randall will answer them. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I played pickleball today. It was the first time this week. And I have to tell you that I kicked butt, man. Not that I'm great or anything because I'm not. But my two best teachers today... Uh, one of them who instructs me constantly. I played against him today and won the game 11 to 3. And they, at one point, the ball was coming at me like seven times. You know, both sides were like, they're like hitting it at me. And I was like, I actually ran because they lobbed over me. I ran, I went and I hit it, got back in position, boom, right there at the net. And afterwards, my partner, she was like, and she, my partner is better than me too. She's, that's why they were hitting it to me because she's better. <laughs> anyway, she was like, this is what she said, Randall. She said, I'm going to call you the wall because they couldn't get it past me. I was like there. <laughs> and Mia's the only one in this, in the chat room who's ever seen me actually play pickleball. So she could confirm I play good or deny it doesn't matter but all right yeah well facebook is quiet i know facebook is quiet you know i mean i could talk about like the news i could talk about you know um what do you say here uh boring stuff like politics you know, it's been raining in California. That That's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, see, Mia just confirmed. Yep. 
Uh, Oscar host homophobia headache. Ah, there's an interesting story. Mm. Ah, Kevin Hart quits as Oscar's host. Okay, Kevin Hart quits as Oscar's host over his anti-gay tweets. Ah. Hmm. Okay, just two days after being named host of the Academy Awards, Kevin Hart, who, by the way, I've never heard of, (laughs) stepped down following an outcry over past homophobic tweets by the comedian. Capping a swift and dramatic fallout, Hart wrote on Twitter just after midnight Thursday that he was withdrawing as Oscars host because he didn't want to be a distraction. I sincerely apologize to the LGBTQ community for any insensitive words from my past, wrote Hart. Ugh. Hart, who is in Australia for a comedy tour, also tweeted Friday morning, The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands at moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King Jr. Well, I think his big mistake, Martin Luther King wouldn't apologize for something he said, I don't think. But Kevin Hart bows to the gay agenda by apologizing to them. I mean, anyway. Earlier Thursday evening, the comedian had refused to apologize for tweets that resurfaced after he was announced as Oscars host on Tuesday. Don't you think that the people who made him the Oscars host knew about his anti-gay hate? I mean, just saying. In a video on Instagram, Hart said the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences gave him an ultimatum. Apologize, or we're going to have to move on and find another host. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, I chose to pass on the apology, Hart said. The reason why I passed is because I've addressed this several times. The Film Academy didn't respond to messages Thursday evening. Hart has since deleted some of the anti-gay tweets, mostly dated from 2009 to, uh, to 2011, but they had already been screen captured and been shared online. In 2011, he wrote in a sentence deleted tweet, a since deleted tweet, <clears throat> yo, If my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. (laughs) Okay. In an earlier post Thursday, he wrote on Instagram that critics should stop being negative about his earlier anti-gay remarks. I'm almost 40 years old. (laughs) If you don't believe that people change, grow, evolve, I don't know what to tell you, said Hart, who added in all caps, I love everybody. Hart's attitude about homosexuality were also well-known part of his stand-up act in the 2010 special, Seriously Funny. He said, one of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic. I have nothing against gay people. Do what you want to do, but me being a heterosexual male, if I can prevent my, my son from being gay, I will, Hart said. GLAAD, the advocacy group for LGBTQ rights, said Thursday that it reached out to Oscars broadcaster ABC, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, and Hearts Management to discuss Kevin's anti-LGBTQ rhetoric and record. Yeah, so GLAAD is the Gay Lesbians Against Anti-Defamation or whatever. <clears throat> They're a bully group, blah, blah, etc. So it's the same old stuff. And it's sad. It's really sad that you can't just have a job, have your own worldview, be able to express your own worldview, and have people who are so thin-skinned not accept it, just build a bridge and get over it. It's like, build a bridge and get over it. That's what drives me crazy. And it's probably because I'm older now, you know. Ever since I turned 50, I see the world completely differently, kind of like Bob. I mean, we are kind of old, right, Bob? You're you're old, huh, Bob? So you, 
I mean, we are talking about the Academy Awards, you know, the Oscars. What's your opinion of gay people? You're asking me? No, Bob's asking the question. Okay, you answer it and then I'll answer it. What do you mean, opinion? It depends. Well, Bob wants to know. what. What's your opinion of gay people? Gay people. It, it sounds like it's like a really broad brush question. What it's is like, your opinion like, what's of gay your, people? That's like, the question. He I know. asked it. What's your opinion of gay people? I'd, I'd have to meet them <laughs> to know. It's like, what's your opinion of... You know, Croatians, or what's your opinion? Now, that's some... a wimpy answer. No, Just I'm... answer the question. Uh, Pretend I'm a lawyer and I'm interrogating you, right? All right. How old is Randall? He's 54. So... <laughs> he... I'm 50. I can't believe I just said that. <gasps> okay, anyway, go on, bareface. Like people in general, many of them are decent Bob... human beings. Bob wants to know what, you, what some, your opinion is. Some, some are jerks and... Um, <laughs> I think... Uh, What's that question really asking? I don't know. If, if you're talking about what I think of homosexuality, that's different than what I think about gay people. I mean, the people are people. Made gay in, people are people. That's what Mama Gina said. People are people made in God's image. They bear, you know, the image bearers of God and, and you know, have human dignity. Uh, you know, if, if the question is, what do I think about homosexuality... Then I think that's um, uh, evidence of some sort of attachment um, uh, disruption, uh, usually in childhood. Um, ah, you've been brainwashed from me. No, no, I just <laughs> I've met many. Melanie um, says, if you're a lawyer, can Randall get advice from Legal Shield? <laughs> yeah, he could actually. Yeah, Unlimited could. legal advice. You can get that from Legal Shield if you sign up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of saying, you know, the question is staged, uh, you know, as if something about someone's behavior or even opinions is somehow tied to their intrinsic worth. And fortunately, that's not the way that God sees us. If, if, if our value to God depended upon our behavior, even or our thoughts, things we don't care, we would be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, it's it's because that all of us, you know, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yep. Uh, there's none righteous, no, not one. The Scripture tells us it's, it's because of that uh, that grace must abound. That none of us deserves God's favor, let alone eternal life, and so. I mean, this is the season where we recognize uh, God's perfect gift, his His resolution uh, to our sin problem. And again, it's not based on our merit, as Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9 tell us, that by grace you have been saved, and that not of yourselves, not of works, that lest any man should boast. You know, it's it's by, as as sort of the church fathers of uh, centuries past have put it that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, it's like, well, you know, the question is, you know, what do I think of burglars? Well, they're <laughs> again, there, there's, there's somebody with, for whatever reason, maybe they grew up on the, you know, uh, you know, inner city streets and whatever, whatever, whatever things in their life uh that 
influence them or or you know we're all selfish and sinful by nature but sometimes are those things in our lives that affirm uh those things and uh nurture them that and the nature of sin after all is is really selfishness is about me me anyway and so well so yeah and i just wanted yeah i just wanted to break down the question so you know what do i think of burglars i love them do you really yeah i do you love burglars i do i don't like burglary i love the hamburglar myself yeah and i don't like when people commit burglary but true but you know the people themselves again are god's image bearers people of you know so we have gay people that watch our show i get letters from gay people all the time Uh, I have. I'm pretty happy myself. I have sometimes. I have transgender people that watch our show, (laughs) that I'm actually friends with. I have a sister-in-law that's lesbian. That would be Randall's sister. I had a brother die of AIDS who was in the gay lifestyle. Uh, He was much older than me, and he was adopted by my father. His name was Kenny. I have a friend who has a son who is raised in a Christian home, one of the best Christian homes I've ever seen anybody raised in, who identifies as homosexual. I have a very close friend who is also bisexual. Um, so, and, and, you know, I will tell you, what's really interesting in all of this is that, and Bob, because I know you're pretty new, I at one point actually thought I was gay too. Um, And I've shared part of that in the show before because I was sexually abused for most of my childhood. And when I got uh, out on my own, um, I was mentored by a lady who had a similar background and I kissed her while we kissed each other. Um, And it freaked me out because I was a Christian. I was actually a baby Christian. I was like, I know that this is wrong. And she knew it was wrong. And so as a result, you know, we fled from one another, basically. Um, I went into therapy, and three weeks later, I understood the origin of, of those feelings, which was tied back to all the sexual abuse I went through, and also the fact that I had a very abusive mother who did not want me as a daughter. She wanted a son. She wanted more sons. She had she had a she she had two. Um, so I personally understand the feelings having experienced the feelings and thank god because i worked through those feelings in a short period of time um i understand the emotional draw that a lot of these people have my issue that i that i have and even with all the people that i know is very interesting especially uh there's a couple of them very close to um I see the struggle that they have and I know how much they've worked on their issues and some of those attractions are still there for them. Where where my struggle is, is with the gay activist community making uh, their issue a political one, which then impinges upon the religious freedom of me and millions of other people who hold to what the scripture says. Because I really believe that God cares more about our holiness than he does um, our, our, com- our comfort. Yeah. Our comfort. Right? And we I all- would even <clears throat> say about our holiness more than our happiness. Yeah. 
But I, I think that if we're doing what God says, if we seek first his right. kingdom, you know, I think that, um, you know, I, I actually think that he he restores all that stuff. So I find it really interesting. And what I also find really empowering and super cool, too, is that for me, God actually restored my relationship with that friend that I had that situation with uh, 30 years ago. And and it's been really cool um, to get to know her differently as at, at a, as a uh, as a much older person, you know, 30 years later, we both grew in different people and, and, and all of that. And so God's restoration is really real. And, but you have to be a person who's willing to pursue God at all costs. You know what I mean? And, um, and say, you know what? God's word is absolute truth. And actually Randall and I were reading a first John chapter five this morning, actually, because Randall made me. <laughs> I was. I could be to, really cruel. That I, know, way. I was getting ready to go to pickleball. He's like, "Do you want to read John First John five? And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> but anyway, so we we read First John chapter five, and there's a couple of verses in there that actually talk about, and I'm paraphrasing it, but it talks about how um, when God testifies about Himself, He He doesn't lie, right? So the testimony uh-huh. of His is better than the testimony of man because oh. man can lie right. right but but god doesn't and so i look at that and i go um you know i i just i as a disciple of christ have to have to believe that if i've poured 35 36 years of my life following the bible and learning who this jesus guy is and who god is and learning that he's got nothing against me and he only wants my best. If I obey his son, if I love him enough to keep his commandments, then all these things will be added unto me, right? You know, I mean, it, it's like, I don't have a problem with that. But that's where the struggle is very real for most people because, and, and I was, and I know we're going, I guess technically we're not really over, but I was thinking about this this morning. I watch social media a lot on Facebook, especially. And I see all these motivational quotes from well-meaning believers um, or people who are in business. I am great. You know, tap into your greatness, blah, blah. If you do this, you will be great. <laughs> and this morning, I honestly wanted to post, where in the Bible does it actually talk about Jesus teaching us to be great? And walk around talking about, I am so great, you know. He doesn't. He actually talks about, you know, in fact, it was, it was, um, I believe it was, um, the mother of James and John, I think if I'm remembering correctly, who actually came to, um, the Lord because the boys were having an argument who was going to be the greatest in the king- kingdom of God. Right. And the Lord says to her, you know, whoever shall be the greatest in the kingdom of God must be servant of all. And I don't see that servanthood being walked out with a lot of these people who are Tony Robbins addicts or whatever. I see, I'm going to build my kingdom. I'm going to build my ministry. I'm going to call myself apostle or prophet, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And I'm like... 
I'm going, okay, whatever. I, it, I, I don't see it in scripture. Um, maybe because I'm not looking for it or I'm not looking hard enough. But I do believe that um, my voice has to be heard in this generation. And I, I go against the grain when it comes to the topic of homosexuality, especially in the church, because unfortunately the church has capitulated to the homosexual agenda. Now the people, I was talking the other night to somebody, interestingly, I didn't know the person. It was a very interesting meeting. I, I wasn't expecting this to happen. And I asked this person, who is actually biologically a man, who transitioned to a female, and that's what... I was talking to quote her unquote about her. I asked her about her name and cause it had, it was a name that I had never heard before. And they said to me, Oh, well this is, this is how it came about. And a complete stranger, she told, well, he, he told me about what happened. And I sat there for an hour on a, on a zoom meeting with this individual and I listened to them and talked to them, got to know them a little bit. And I was sitting there and I was like, Lord, you're cracking me up here. <laughs> they wanted to watch my show. So maybe they've tuned in by now. I don't know. Uh, but I, I didn't go into the, I, I didn't go into the topic of, well, what happened and how come this is a choice you made and why did, how did you feel about this, et cetera, blah, blah. We just stayed on the topic we were talking about. But the overwhelming feeling that I got from this person was they are genuinely somebody who was lonely, uh, in need of friends. They lacked a lot of confidence. Actually, I saw that. And they, they really felt insecure about who they are, even as a transgender ind individual, you know, and as a nurturing person that I am, and anybody that knows me knows that, you know, I love everybody the best I can. There are very few people who actually get under my skin or I don't like. I've had a handful probably in my life, but very few would I ever, ever reject. I put up with a lot of crap from certain people. There's, you know, there's room for one or two of those people in my life, but that's it. Um, so I, I don't know if that answers the question ultimately, but <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so that's my thought. And I saw some, I saw some comments go through in here. So Gina says here, great comments from Randall and Stacy on the subject. Oddbar says, I agree. It's not the person, it's the behavior. It is the behavior. And, and all these gay friends here. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is you, you really don't know. I mean, I have a couple of friends that recently came out to me not too long ago. I've known them for a long time. I know their life story. I understand why they are identifying that way. Do I, do I like it? No. Did it throw, throw me for a loop? Oh yeah, it did. <laughs> did it end the relationship? No, but it changed it for me a little bit. Um, so yeah, anyway, so, and when it, when I say it changed it, it didn't change it in the sense of like, I'm just owning the person. It changed it because I had to put on a different an, a different cap to understand why they told me, how they told me, what they were hoping they'd get as a result of it, and um, and all of that. I mean, on, on one level, I actually felt very betrayed, and I told them that. I, I'm like, wow, 
after all this stuff I've done for you, now you tell me this after all this time you've known me, you know, but I understood why they, they explained, they explained to me why. And I'm like, okay, well, I kind of get that, but you know, but anyway, and Randall knows who these people are, so I'm not going to say who they are, but anyway, <laughs> what are you looking at? I was just looking at... Uh, I can tell you're clicking through stuff over there. I was just looking at Proverbs chapter 3, which I would recommend. Well, anything in scripture is good, but especially verse 13 and the uh, old King James says, happy is the man that finds wisdom mm -hmm. and the man that gets understanding. And of course, we know that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And if you read all of, uh, Proverbs chapter 3, that you get that pursuit of the Lord is the chief thing. And you were talking earlier about holiness and and happiness. And if if you pursue holiness, you're sure to find happiness at right. some point this life or the next. That's what I would hope. But if if you pursue happiness, there's no guarantee you'll ever arrive at holiness. So, and I think, hmm. I think unfortunately... Um, the way of the world is, the world system is, you know, the whole he who dies with the most toys wins, etc. Whatever shape it takes is, you know, YOLO. So you got to be happy and to pursue happiness. And, and it's elusive because um, as made in the Lord's image and having, you know, made to have connection with him, relationship with him, uh, Acts chapter 17 uh, Paul told those philosophers on Mars Hill that God has made from one blood all nations of the earth and established the times and the boundaries of their habitation, that they might seek God. Uh, they might grope for him and find him, though he's not far from each one of us. That, you know, to me that answers the question of why we were born, the time we were born, the place we were born. Uh, it's by God's design that we might seek Him, and that's we're designed to have relationship with Him. And um, you know, Blaise Pascal talked about the God-shaped vacuum and within us, etc. I mean, go on and on and on. But yeah, uh, the world's way is, is encourages us to seek happiness and and, and self-fulfillment and self-realization, and 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 still people come up empty. I sure did. Um, mm -hmm. Well, but, I, I will, Gina says here, uh, let's see here, changed it in your mind about how you think of them. Uh, amen. Happy as the man says, Advar. Um, um, no. No what? I, well, I'm, I'm just trying to formulate how it is. I think about how, how the relationship changed. Okay. Um, with, you know, my friend coming out to me, um, we both went through, um, a anger phase, not a violently angry, angry one, just kind of a, kind of, um, like they were afraid of what I was going to do. And I was afraid of what they were going to do because they could put my ministry in jeopardy. Um, but I could put their career in jeopardy. So there's, there's, um, so I would say that, um, I 
I'm not sure how to say it. I will say that this particular person I'm thinking of is more Christ-like in their behavior than other people who tout their Christianity to me and to the world by pointing out how they don't swear or they sh you shouldn't swear around them or other things like that. And they're known for that. And it's like, eh, you might be known because you're a Christian. You're telling people not to swear and, you know, don't cuss, don't chew, don't go with girls that do that type of thing. But this, my friend who has identified uh, with the gay community, um, they're more upright in character than other Christians that I know. And they're not living actively in the lifestyle. They just identify that way. So there's a very key difference. If they were marching in parades and they, you know, and all that stuff, that would have been the end of it for me. Right. And they know that. So, um, you know, they're not in a relationship with anybody and they're living celibately um, as, as a believer. And so, you know, it, it's, it's hard to explain, but... That that's why our witness is very important. Yeah, it's so, and it's not sinful. And they know I don't approve of it, but uh, you, know. you know, we talk about your sinful desires. There are uh, desires for sin, but a desire in and of itself isn't sinful. Right. I I don't believe. Now, don't hear me saying that. Yeah, you know. Uh, Feed your fantasies all you want. No, James chapter 1 is pretty clear that, you know, it's, it's lust that when it, um, how, how does he put it? I'm going to have to look it up now because um, I don't want to, because I don't want to butcher it. Um, mm -hmm. um, We're over time now. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. We're over time, people. Anyway, yeah. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed and then lust has con then when lust has conceived it brings forth sin and sin when it is finished brings forth death but so the lust in itself while not holy isn't the sin you know it, we're drawn away we entice it we give it action when it conceives it brings forth sin and so, you know, Hebrews chapter 4 tells us that that our our high priest, Yeshua, Jesus, was tempted in every way we are, yet without sin. Right. So. And I don't know. I think the other thing, too, is, you know, if somebody identifies that way, they're not living that way, um, how is it any different than somebody who identifies as a Christian and they're a hypocrite behind the scenes? They don't... They, they treat people poorly behind the scenes, uh, you know, and people, oh, that person would never do it. Oh, yeah, wait till you get in their inner circle, then you'll see it. Well, then that's... It's um, narcissistic abuse, so it's like... I think those are differences. Uh, those are different things, but... Yeah. I'll just say one more thing, and I know we, we agree on this, that you know, the whole idea of the 12-step movement, hi, I'm Bob, and I'm an alcoholic. Right. You know, I haven't had a drink for 35 years, but I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. You know, the, the, the identification and... Yeah. You know, and we're speaking of someone who identifies as such, no behavior to that, you know, to, you know, uh, to, to that end, mm -hmm. but still takes it as an identity. And, you know, yeah. I'd rather identify myself as 
a follower of Christ. Yep. Well, and sinners and, saved by grace. And ultimately, that's ultimately what you know. You know, I'm praying for for my friends that have these feelings that are not wanted. Um, you know, all that. So very interesting, though. <laughs> but I don't. I think Bob left. But those of you who are still here, hopefully, you got something out of that. Yeah, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. All right. So next week is um, getting get one one um, one uh, week closer. I think. Wait. Hold on a minute. I gotta look. Yeah, it's He's almost gonna, gonna be Christmas. You you only have a few more shopping days to get the cutie for me. <laughs> hey, ask and you shall receive. I believe. I do believe one of you will get me one. I do. I believe it. Well, I'd be, be crushed me. and devastated. You know, no, I won't. But I do believe you will. I just believe it. You know, just so you know. Anyway, so I'm just, tr- I was just trying to see. Oh, next week. Okay, that's what it was. There's a big event happening on the 12th next week. That happens to be the launch of Vicki Fitch's book, Direct Selling 101, which is available for pre sale right now over on Amazon. I endorsed it, so I'm telling you about it again. I'm sure most of you already know about the book. Um, but it is available for pre-sale. As far as I know, she's going to be doing her thing. I'm not sure. She just ordered a brand new computer. Got a super great discount through Legal Shield as a result. Um, and it will only be determined if that computer gets there on time if she's actually doing the show, as far as I know. So I'll keep you guys in touch on that. But other than that, I don't have anybody booked. So I should probably schedule some interviews. So there you have it. All right, guys. Randall Pandle Bearface. We'll see you tomorrow for Weekends in the Word. And uh, hope you guys have a good evening. And we'll, we'll see you tomorrow night with Weekends in the Word with Bearface. Be bold, people. Yeah, you thought I almost forgot, didn't you? <laughs> Stand up and go with God because he loves you.